0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The parable of the rich man Lazarus can be read as a kind of moralistic tale. The rich man was punished for his failure to care for Lazarus. Thus, we better care for others or risk a similar fate. There is truth in that moral, but the larger point of the story is why the rich man failed to care for him. We observe the octave of Corpus Christi on the first Sunday after Trinity because the sacrament of the Lord's body and blood connects with our lessons. The rich man's neglect of Lazarus reflects a lack of sacramental vision. He saw Lazarus the way the world saw Lazarus. The rich man failed to discern in Lazarus the image of God. The epistle for Corpus Christi, which he celebrated last Thursday, is 1 Corinthians chapter 11, where St. Paul chastises the Corinthians for their neglect of the poor in their own celebrations of Holy Communion or the Lord's Supper. As the church gathered to celebrate the sacrament, which was then still in the context of a meal, those who had resources feasted, while those who had little went hungry. St. Paul warned them with these words quote, He who eats and drinks unworthily eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. How did the Corinthians fail to discern the Lord's body? Did they fail to discern Christ in the sacrament? Or did they fail to discern Christ in the poorer members of the church? which is also called the body of Christ. Most likely, St. Paul meant that they failed to discern the connection between the two. Both the rich man and Lazarus were members of Israel, God's chosen people. The story rather assumes that the rich man attended synagogue where the Bible was regularly read, He called Abraham father, which presumes a kind of familiarity and understanding. He probably kept the kosher rules. The sumptuous feast was according to the Torah. His judgment is his failure to live according to the faith he knew. He had been taught that God made man in God's own image. He had heard Deuteronomy 15.11, quote, thou shalt open thine hand wide unto thy brother, to thy poor and thy needy in thy land. Yet, when the image of God was at his gate in need, the rich man failed to see him. The Ten Commandments are based on a connection, or I should say the connection between God and our neighbor. We are to love God with all our heart and our soul and our mind, because God made us and redeemed us, and we are to love our neighbor as ourselves, because our neighbor bears the image of God. God is the reference point for the value of our neighbor, and our neighbor is a tangible sign of God's presence. We cannot rightly honor one without also honoring the other. We fall into error when we treat people According to the value the world places on them and not the value God places on them. The world values people more highly when they have more and puts less value on those who have nothing. However, God's valuation is shown in the post mortem reversal of fortunes. Lazarus is comforted in paradise, and the rich man is tormented in Hades. As Jesus said, the last shall be first, and the first shall be last. The cross highlights God's close connection with those who are viewed of being of little valued by the world. On Good Friday, Jesus was Lazarus. He died outside the gate of the city, full of wounds and seemingly God forsaken with no one to help him. Thus Jesus says, quote, Inasmuch as ye have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, ye have done it unto me. Discerning the presence of God in other people, discerning the, cre- the presence of Christ in the brethren, does not mean assuming that every needy person is a Christ-like pillar of virtue, and every wealthy person is greedy and covetous. Among the needy we typically encounter in America, there is a fair share of drug addicts, manipulators, and thieves. The point is not that we should help the needy because they deserve it. The point is that we should help the needy because they bear the image of God. The rich man also bore the image of God. However, more was required from him. In the kingdom, wealth is responsibility, not merely status or privilege. The rich man's behavior did not reflect God's image. For when God, who possesses all things, saw man laid at his gate full of sin, God went outside of his gate to help. He came down from heaven to live and die for us. And as John says, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. The real challenge is to know how we should respond in love to the image of God in each person, in each circumstance and to reflect God's image in our own behavior. We should be ready to help with wisdom. If someone responds to our help with dishonesty, manipulation, or irresponsibility, we should hold them accountable. In some circumstances, there may come a point in time when we will no longer help, when love dictates the people be made to face the consequences of their actions. It is not easy to help those in need. The cross was not easy, and it is not easy for God and his continual interactions with us to help us. The point of the parable is we must be willing and ready to help. We cannot withdraw behind a gate so as to ignore the needs around us. We must love the image of God in others just as God loves his image in us. We must also resist the worldly temptation to esteem people highly just because they are rich or famous. Love requires that we be willing to speak the truth to those who have the world's goods, reminding them that God requires much from them to whom he has given much. One wonders if anyone from the synagogue ever called the rich man to account for his failure to minister to the poor, who the parable tells us was laid daily at his gate. We should esteem people on the basis of their faith, humility, generosity, virtue, and goodness, not on the basis of their appearance, wealth, and status in the world, Of course, we already know this. We hear it each week in the epistles and gospels. We read it each day in our daily Bible readings. We rehearse it year in and year out as we remember again the revelation of God in Christ in the church year. We pray about it week in and week out in the liturgy. The rich man was surprised at the judgment of God. He wanted Abraham to send Lazarus with special notice for his relatives to warn them, lest they should share his fate. Abraham said, they have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. That is to say, God does not feel the need to repeat himself. As Psalm 95 says, <clears throat> today, if you will hear his voice. Harden not your hearts. God means what he has said. He expects us to act on it now, and he will judge accordingly on the last day. As we heard again today, quote, this is the commandment we have from him that he who loves God love his brother also. In the name of the Father and of the Son.